0: where you normally point us in
1: <laughs> yes yeah, hello It kind of reminds me of um like a, it reminds me of remember that robo crabs episode of spongebob yes that was one of my favorite episodes of spongebob that's the episode where the robots are taking over the navy not yeah. the navy that's yeah. the episode where that's from um so anyway welcome to If it's gay we
0: play yeah and uh, it's,
1: it's <laughs> like the song that he's playing on the radio over <laughs> and over again
0: that make, oh, yeah, make yeah. them think that he's
1: a robot.
0: I like it. Very, That's a very good yeah, episode. That is a very sure. good episode.
1: I'm going to try not to play with my hair a bunch on the stream. That's smart. Do my disgusting habits that I'll I have. i play
0: with my hair even more. Um, well, so welcome uh, to If It's Game We uh, Play. Uh, my name is Kai. My pronouns are they, them, theirs.
1: My name is Hannah. And my pronouns are she, her, hers.
0: Cool. Great. Here we are. Do we have any call-outs this
1: week? I th- feel like yes, but I don't remember because it's too... It's five early.
0: Yeah, I don't think we have any call-outs for ourselves, but later we might.
1: Yeah, we'll I see. feel like there's something, but I obviously didn't write it down. Obvi- so it's so not, it not that important. it can't have been that important. Or I'm a fool.
0: Both are likely.
1: Who stayed up too late playing Breath of the Wild last <laughs> night. Yeah, but uh,
0: uh, that... Like, it brings us right into what are we playing right now? Yeah, still Breath yeah, of the Wild. Um, although, we
1: did play a couple other games this weekend. We did,
0: but that's our focus for later. Well, we
1: can talk about what we played though. Okay. You, you for once, played games.
0: I played one video <laughs> game in my whole life. Two.
1: Well, you played two video games this weekend.
0: Did I really? Yeah, what we other played, video game we did I play?
1: Mario Kart oh, we played Mario Kart several times. Yes, that's true. We played Mario true. Kart yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um, I forgot that that counted as a video game today. Okay.
1: Be um, well,. I played Gender Wrecked, and we're going to talk about yeah, that. That's the focus so of our episode. Um, and you played?
0: And I played Diaries of a Spaceport Janitor, which was recommended to us by a listener. Shout out to
1: Aaron. Shout not out producer. to Aaron. Not producer Different Aaron. Aaron. Different, Aaron. Different, Aaron.
0: different Aaron. Not, not piercer Aaron, Aaron that Aaron. I talked about in not my dream Pierce on the stream.
1: Aaron. Different, totally different Aaron. 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 So, a um, Aaron. A third unrelated Aaron. A
0: third discreet Aaron. <laughs>
1: it's too many Aaron's. Um... Uh white people need other names. There's only like six names that white people have.
0: And mine is the one that all trans white people yes.
1: have. Yes. Um what fuck, I lost my turn of thought. Oh, did you finish Diaries of Space for Janet? God no.
0: No no no. I fully don't understand how to play or beat this game, like at all. Because <laughs> okay. I'm really struggling with like the controls because I was playing it on my laptop and that was a mistake. Um, it's, it's enjoyable, and I'm curious about the story, and I like that you, like, take a journal every night, and you, like, write down what you did that day, so you can try to figure out how to move forward. Um, but I have more to say about it when we actually, okay. like, get into it, Yeah, you know?
1: Um, yeah, I was playing Breath of the Wild, uh-huh. primarily. That's what I was up until, like, when I am playing last night, because, A... I was really into the episode of My Favorite Murder that I was listening to yeah, about course. the Hillside Stranglers. So oh, I, that's a good one. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and so, and I was really interested in the second, the Canadian one they talk about in that episode. Yeah. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about podcasts. It's called yes. My Favorite Podcast.
0: It's very mad.
1: Um, and uh, this is a My Favorite Murder oh, fan cast. Yeah. Um, that's very funny, actually, My Favorite Podcast. I'm sure somebody's made funny? that joke I'm on sure My Favorite have. Murder. I haven't gotten through okay. a lot. Of, anyway, um, and I discovered that you can buy a house in Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah, you were telling me about that. I was so So excited.
1: I was doing that. Um, and what else did I do? I was trying to do the master trials. Mm. I wasn't very good at it, but mm. I bought a house. I feel like Congratulations. I just got really into it. I just found That's some cool investment. shrines and stuff. I'm going to take my phone off the table because it might buzz. Yeah, I'm well, gonna... I just
0: turned mine on silent.
1: I'm turn mine on do not disturb. Um And, yeah, this? I bought a house. What town is it in? It's in Hotano Village. Village? Yeah. I was just gonna say I can say whatever you haven't played this game, so I can say it and you won't know that I mean yeah, I'm just kidding. But it's I You're guess right? it's you for can the... just lie
0: to me if you want it. Yeah,
1: it's in your mom's butt.
0: My mom's butt. Yeah. Where's that that's located? That's the name of, of a real
1: village. It's in uh Eldon. <laughs> the Eldon region. I
0: see. I think that's I... a real region in the game.
1: It has an actual yeah. region, that's why. So you gotta couch your lies in reality that's smart. so that they're believable lies. Which I
0: did. I did believe it.
1: Amazing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I can't figure out how to get into the Elden region. I'm sure somebody can at me on this, because I can't figure out. I'm sure the game will reveal itself, because you need, like, special armor. I see. So you don't catch on fire, because it's on a volcano. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can't. I haven't figured out how to get that yet. I've done three quarters of the Divine Beast. Um,
0: oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I saw that you finished the uh, the bird the bird flying The one bird the
1: one was back. so easy. The bird one took me, like, maybe 20 minutes. Oh, that's buckling. It was wicked easy. Even what the boss was wicked easy. Um, can you say wicked easy? Uh, wicked easy. No, not really in a Boston that's accent. Fine. I
0: want
1: um, to Give me the power to, like, create updrafts so I can fly on them, which I kind of forgot I had and haven't used yet. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, Wendy and I were talking about, so I was talking on the podcast, uh-huh. as you might have known, <laughs> about how there has been an implied romance between Link and Zelda in past games, and I was thinking like, so my friend Wendy who plays Ocarina of Time every year and just beat it with um... oh, oh no, no.
0: <laughs> I Kai, that's a boy.
1: hold on, we dropped the stream. That's okay. Um, the whole it. stream. The whole stream is on the ground. Oh, Kai, you okay? You're doing the thing that made the stream fall.
0: I know, which but is, the stream already fell.
1: Okay. um... We, uh, we're also, we should mention, since we keep talking about it, we're currently on a live stream. Yeah. As we mentioned last week, promoting the, uh, Orpheus Music and Arts Festival, so we'll have some, um, we might even have a real, like, commercial break.
0: That would be cool. Um, I should just, uh, literally never move.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't slam the entire table with your body. I didn't know I was
0: gonna do that.
1: Um... And that's what we're talking about. And then Kai just slammed the table that the it did. It did, camera it. is on and but dropped it, brought it to us the ground. To
0: talking about the live stream, so I think really... Yeah, that's
1: good that we should mention that we're on a live stream. Uh, there's a video portion of this week's podcast that I think will be available on video on demand uh, at some point after this. And then you can watch our faces and see who we look like. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so we are talking about uh, when to just beat Ocarina of Time with 100% completion. Shout out to Wendy. Um, and... Uh, how, I don't know why I thought that there's an applied, I think it just in some of the games there sort of is, like maybe in Twilight Princess, but even then, not really. Um, A little bit of Wind Waker, but uh, we were talking basically about how um, Wendy texted me, and she was like, I think Zelda's a lesbian, and I was like, you're right, you don't need to tell me why. Um,
0: Yeah, she's, she's not wrong. And
1: how most of the time that she appears in Ocarina of Time, she's either in male drag Or possibly even, like, male... I did air quotes after I said that. I
0: know. Um,
1: Or possibly even, like, male form as Sheikah. As Yeah. And uh, I said, and this is true, that Zelda is a gender-fluid lesbian. And that's true. Yep. Um, And there's more evidence in the games, I think, to support that than to support that there's a romance between her and Link. Because when I think about it, there's really not. I think I was just filtering it maybe through...
0: We all see it through a heteronormative lens. Right. Because like, everybody thinks about like, Link and Zelda as a person who has never completed nor played a lot yeah, of Zelda Yeah, as a person game, who has
1: no interest in Link and Zelda. Yes, like I you. have
0: a, a, a notion that Link and Zelda right. were an item based on just like colloquial information.
1: But I, I don't guess. think that's actually true, and I think there's a lot of evidence to I'm support to that that's you. not true. You've played, in fact, and it's, far more Zelda. I've played many Zelda, many a Zelda. I've no. played several Zelda. Um, that uh, That's not true, and that there's... Yeah, I think their relationship is primarily platonic, uh sometimes even sibling like. But uh Cute. yeah, they're, uh G- Zelda is a gender fluid lesbian. Pass it on.
0: I, I will. Mm-hmm. I'll passing tell the it world. on right now. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Um so Hannah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is the gayest thing you've done this week?
1: Boy howdy, I've had a wild week, my dude. Have you? Mm-hmm.
0: I say that like I haven't been there for every part of it.
1: Well, you haven't, but... uh, Yeah, I've heard about it. You've heard about it. Um, uh, We also... This is... I'm going to interrupt myself. I want to mention to the stream right now, the cat, Tori, will not be on... uh, Well, the stream knows this, but the podcast... The cat, Tori, will not be in this episode of the podcast because we're not recording at our house. We're recording at a friend's house. Yes. Um, So no cat today. We thought about bringing her, but that's a terrible idea, so we didn't... Um, biggest thing I've done this week. I don't really know. Oh, I remember uh, when we were at the uh, a bar, arcade bar on Tuesday night uh, in the city of Denver called the One Up, and uh, the really cute bartender complimented the tattoos on my oh yes upper Marceline. arms on my triceps. Complimented my Marceline. Show them off here yeah, today. It, it mean no because I don't want to take my sweatshirt off. That's fair. And also because the podcast won't see that. That's true. It's your hair? Um, Sorry. Mm that uh she was like i like your marceline as we were walking in yeah. and she was really cute and she was wearing a bandana and uh, she had a septum ring yes. so i assumed she was queer she uh, might be and she was so cute and i was like oh geez thanks and then uh she was like i really like the tattoo in your other arm on my like tricep on my other arm mm-hmm. from marceline uh and uh i was like oh yeah this this tattoo right here did like a little like lean she lean flex this. situation um not pr- that's partially just how. No, yeah, I have to how turn have my to arm do, to show to somebody do that tattoo. tattoo. But
0: it's just—it's always delightful. When but you it's do also it. like
1: a little like, oh yeah, this. Uh, I uh, these these yeah, tattoos, those, those right tattoos right here. Um, get tattoos on your arms. It helps you flirt with girls. That's true. Um, Verified. And it's just a cool thing to do. Um. And uh, yeah, flirted with her a little bit. And then we played some big buckheart, which a lot is of buck hunt. um because the guitar hero machine was broken. Yeah, unfortunately. And I played some Galaga yeah, and ran I into watched. several friends. Yes. And played some uh what was that game called? We played uh, road, road? It's not called Road, road Ridge.
0: Wa- I thought it was Road Warrior. No,
1: it's Dirty Driving. Dirty That's what Driving. It's called. We
0: also played it's a, cruise in USA. Yeah,
1: yeah, dumb driving games. Uh, And then I waffled for about 20 minutes about asking the bartender for her number.
0: And I kept reassuring Hannah the whole time that it would be fine.
1: Yeah, Kai had to like talk me through the pros and cons. And then eventually Kai was like, "I do whatever you want. It's what I I am. I want to go home. I'm going to (laughs) wait outside. Fucking ask this girl out or not. Um, That was what I said. And then they left. uh, And then I did tell her she was cute. And she said she had just gotten into a relationship. Which implies that, was, were she not in a room? She might have just been being nice. Anyway, it went well.
0: Either way, she didn't say no and spit in your
1: face. Yeah, she wasn't like, it's the homosexual. Um, <laughs> she didn't, she didn't, she didn't do say, that. do that. Um, so that went well for my anxiety. I would say I'm so. so fucking bad. I was so it.
0: proud of you. Thank you. I'm so delighted. I'm still so delighted and proud. Thanks. That was you probably the gayest
1: thing I did this week.
0: That's incredible.
1: What's the gayest thing you've Thank done this you, week,
0: I? I appreciate that. Um, I think the gayest thing that I did this week was, oh man, one of my favorite things is um, going out in public. Right? Bear with me. Okay. And uh, I've heard of it. <laughs> I'm not. Very never familiar. done it myself, but I've <laughs> heard of it. Well, it happens to the best of us. Uh, a getting recognized by people who are like. Old lesbians, or who used to be lesbians, or something, something, something lesbians um, have
1: a relationship. Have a relationship with to being a lesbian, to tribatism. lesbian culture, yeah, co- yeah tributism, <laughs> uh, to lesbian culture, culture yeah. and history. Yeah.
0: And I have an awareness a homemade, thereof. I made a 8 patch on my vest that I wear, which is every an day, old school, which is an old lesbian dyke ass San Francisco yeah. like riot fans.
1: girl, but they're not girls, but they're like prior riot, riot, girl. Yeah, they're like queer core. Yeah, uh, like. Riot Dyke, yeah, which is my gender, guys,
0: which is also my gender. Um, and I I love them very much. And all of the members of the band I think have either uh, passed away or transitioned and now identify as trans men and are st- some of them are still doing music. Some of them are just doing really dope things. Some of them are working with animals. Um, but anyway, it's just always very exciting to have that something something and,
1: pussy joke something yeah
0: something something. Yep, <laughs> it's it's true.
1: Um, yes, it's Aaron. Place. Uh, I think. I think Mark has uh, has attacked
0: against us because I don't know if his platform was ever meant to host a 24-hour live stream. Oh, campaign. now is oh, the stream? Uh, the stream has been, uh, I cannot put it back up through Switcher, so I'm going to switch to uh, um, straight from the computer. Okay. Which means we'll do another sound check, and I apologize. Oh, uh, that's um, fine. Uh, uh, Mark, Mark just attacked us. It's fine. i to get back up.
1: Uh, That's fine. We're going we to talk. keep talking. Can we keep talking? About, Absolutely. Can we keep doing the podcast? Um, let me
0: re-plug in microphones real quick so I can get it properly. Okay. Are we no
1: longer recording?
0: Uh, we are not currently. Okay. We so. are recording on GarageBand still.
1: Like a, the, so, the so the podcast is still, is still recording. recording.
0: Podcast, but I'm about to unplug things. Okay, so we'll in. pause. Yeah. yeah. Recording and I'll get it all balanced out as you go. Okay. okay. Anyway... What's- um, let's get into our uh, our main segment, which is talking about those games that we were talking about earlier. Diaries of Spaceport yeah. Generator. Is there? And, I feel uh, like is there any wreck. other?
1: I guess we've already had a lot of intro. Yeah, I have we no concept did. of time. I'm so tired. I
0: understand. I, I'm keeping track. I've got you.
1: Thanks, just, but let's, um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, yes, the games that we played. So we wanted to talk about just like queer indie gaming and the representation therein.
0: Yeah, because you we were talking about it a little bit last week with um with uh, uh Gone Home and Butterfly uh, Soup. Butterfly Soup.
1: Is Gone Home an indie game? I'm I sure. I thought
0: it started as one because it was a amnesia mod. I figured that was it's, kind of it, an indie game. It
1: probably is. Um, it's like small and short enough that I bet it is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and Butterfly Soup. So, yeah, I guess we sort of incidentally talked about indie games last week, yeah. but we're going to talk specifically about indie games this week um, and Diaries of a Spaceport Janitor and Gender yeah. Um Yeah, so talk... We were suggested *Diaries of a Spaceport Janitor* because there was like interesting representation of like gender fluidity, in uh, gender
0: it? dysphoria specifically, sure. but also gender fluidity and like trans transness, like trans life. It was it's a really interesting game where you're playing as this uh, janitor on a spaceport, incredible, um, and you do write a diary. So it actually all really ties together really beautifully with the name, um, but. You're playing as this uh, girl beast is what is what she calls herself. Um, And you're trying to like make enough money to get off world and the government just does not pay you enough money to do the actual job that you're doing. So the best way to like earn money and like do things in this game is by instead of uh, like throwing away or like burning the trash, you pick it up and you sell it to people who find it useful, Um, which I think is really interesting and you have to earn enough money to be able to eat every day, and to be able to, sometimes your character experiences, um, uh, I I think, I don't remember if they call it dysphoria in the game, but it's like your skin feels itchy, you need to gender shift now, and there's these uh, booths that sell gender, like various genders, and they're not like real, gender, real genders, they're like um, genders that make your skin tingle, or like, Genders that make your face long. I don't know. I don't remember what the specific. Well, they yeah. They're were. more
1: like, uh, like fantastical. Yeah, they're more versions fantastical of, versions of gender. I think there's genders. People have genders that make them feel sort of that way, but yeah. it like literalizes. Yeah,
0: it literally says that, like on the thing. Um, I I do agree that people like do have your body that make them feel that way.
1: shifts in like very like sci fi. Yeah,
0: ways. in very sci fi ways, it doesn't look different in the game, but it's just like a different description for your gender. Um, and the way that the the game like represents dysphoria is, uh, your character like walks slower and it gets harder to like move around, and then like the words, uh, like shift and you can't read them. Um and the the screen kind of blurs. And I definitely have never experienced dysphoria in that particular way, but I think that it's an interesting way to visually represent it in a medium where that might otherwise be confusing. Um, I was really interested specifically by the phrase, uh, your skin feels itchy, because that came straight out of like a conversation that I've had and then my thesis, like saying like my skin felt itchy and I knew that I had to transition or something like dumb like that. It's um, not dumb. It's not it's not dumb, but it was like
1: don't devalue yourself.
0: Okay. Well, this is no
1: devaluing yourself, so... <laughs> well, it's not dumb. I Hary didn't on. like
0: I didn't like the end of that sentence, but uh it it felt it was longer in in the thesis, but it it, it was it, it was a particularly resonant way of talking about it, I guess, that I feel like a lot of trans people experience, which I don't think is dumb. Um, it, it just really struck me that that was like the exact same terminology and words that I used to experience dysphoria that this game then went and used. It could be because that's kind of a uh, popular narrative, like talking about the way that your skin feels in relation to dysphoria, but I also feel like it's um, a really good way of talking about that. I don't know. So far, I really like the game. I think that it like... Represents what it's looking to represent pretty well It also talks about like Struggling with uh, poverty Like as a trans person which is a huge part Of a lot of trans existence because it's really hard To get work as a trans person Um, Because a lot of places won't hire you Especially if you're like visibly trans Or visibly queer in that particular way uh and it's just that the controls are really confusing to me because um i was playing it on my laptop i think i'll play it next on my desktop computer which was built specifically for gaming which i don't know why i did that in the first place because i wanted to sit outside um did you just roll your eyes at me
1: yeah because you a you're a big nerd and b you never use your i never use it
0: because i don't have the time to turn it on and turn it off you feel like
1: all last summer you never used it yeah you had nothing but time
0: i was very depressed i know give me a break um so it's yeah the the controls were a little bit difficult and I couldn't really see a lot of the things that I felt like I needed to see.
1: Hey.
0: Oh, hello live stream. Hey there. The live stream has rejoined us. Um, yeah, it was really difficult to kind of figure everything out that I needed to figure out. I really liked the uh, the story and I really liked the aesthetic. It's kind of like eight bit graphics um and all that stuff. Uh, and I really liked the system of goddesses. All of these uh all of these folks have, like, this this religion, and these goddesses, not all of them are, like, cis. Some of them use they-them pronouns, which I was so stoked about. So I obviously chose the uh, goddess of death, life, and love, who, all the good things, who, like, uh, also uses they-them pronouns. It was really, I don't know, I really like this game in the way of representation so far. It's just that I had a little bit of a hard time getting into it because of um, the the controls, sure. honestly, and that's just my laptop. So I'll play it again. I like it. I'll keep checking it out. It just felt really good to see dysphoria represented in a medium that I don't often see it represented in, in a uh. way that was so resonant with my personal experience. Uh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just haven't really seen that before, and that was really exciting, because even in the games that we love that have trans representation, like Dragon Age, uh, Inquisition, um, Krem doesn't really talk about dysphoria. Mm. Like, I think that we talk about dysphoria a lot in a public forum like with trans people who are in like magazines or whatever, like Laverne Cox and uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. I, was, I know. I know. We love Laverne Cox. Sweet, She's enjoy. incredible. I love her so much. Um so inspiring. But uh, yeah, we, we we talk about dysphoria and we talk about bodies in in such a specific way that sometimes doesn't really resonate with me or make sense partially because i'm sure i'm non-binary but i'm also non-binary and medically transitioning which is a little bit of an interesting position to be in when the overarching trans narrative is so binary so i I don't know this this was like not binary genders transitioning being represented in this game which i was like so stoked about especially when the genders were non-normative ones yeah totally Um, I, I don't know. It just felt mm. it just felt really good. It felt really cool. I'm excited to keep playing, and we'll see if I get more used to the controls as time goes on. Yeah. I am I'm so fucking excited to hear you talk about Gender Wrecked. I cannot wait. <laughs> cool. I love that game.
1: Yeah, Gender Wrecked ruled. It took me a minute or two to get into just because I the writing style was a little not my thing um, at first at least. Um, but the whole game is like, it took me like maybe 45 minutes to play. It's a quick um, one. And uh yeah, it's very quick. It's like basically it just goes as fast as you read. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there were several times when I, I didn't realize that I was supposed to be typing something. So I yeah. accidentally skipped right through it. Um, just because that's partially me. I didn't play a lot of text adventures when I was mm-hmm. growing up. Um, so that's partially me and not being as used to the medium. But it also to me doesn't make it super clear when you're when it's prompting you to say something. Or like I didn't realize that. I yeah. Anyway. Um and uh but yeah I really enjoyed it. Um it really hooked me by the end. Um and again it's a very short game. It's very short so it's very easy it's very to get worth your time yeah. And yeah Under wrecked rules. I'm gonna take a drink of water.
0: I did that too but I didn't announce it.
1: Cool. Good to know. Um Um, yeah, Gender Act did sort of a similar thing, I feel like, where, so my voice is so tight, Um, it talks about and represents, like, non-normative genders in this really, like, it does a a, a similar thing by, um, literalizing, I don't know about literalizing, but a little bit, these non-normative genders in, like, Everybody You Meet is a Monster. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're all, some of them are, like, very grotesque looking. Like, yeah. the first guy you meet, Craig. Phil. Phil. Phil, the first person you meet. They yeah. use they, them pronouns. Um, Phil, you're right, uh, Is was very frightening to me. Yeah,
0: they, they are uh, surprising when you first see them, Till you Yeah, that.
1: no, I'm very glad that I didn't play that game, like, alone at night. And yeah. they're very nice, and that's part of they the point. They are so sweet. Is that everybody looks really freaky uh, and uh, legitimately disturbing. Um,
0: I mean to add, people might think that people look, like us look freaky and disturbing. Well,
1: that's part of the point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like Craig was specifically like, Phil. sorry, why do I keep <laughs> thinking their name is Craig? I don't know. Phil uh, was is like a monster with like a melting face. Yeah, um, and
0: they have like hollow eyes and, and hollow stuff eyes.
1: Like. I do not like hollow eyed shit. No, uh, that is something that is very specifically <clears throat> frightening to me. I don't know why, but it always has been. I really don't like. Hollow-eyed shit, like I said, um, like that old creepy pasta. The like famous uh, Squidward suicide that episode. One's scary. That one is so scary. And then I just forever burned into my retinas is the image of Squidward with those like hollow bleeding yeah. eyes. Yeah, that's with me too. I um, hate it, um, but uh, yeah. So everybody you meet is this really like f- um, intentionally frightening-looking monster? But I also think the game does a really good job. So you're you in the game are on a quest to to for gender. You're on a quest to a figure gender. out what gender is. Yeah. Um. And uh, so you ask everybody you meet about their gender and mm-hmm. their pronouns and if they know anything about gender. Um. And they have various answers. It's in this like post-apocalyptic. The the game is described as post-apocalyptic gender punk. Yes. Which like same. Um. And uh, they like, everybody you meet, so it's, like, this post, I think the implication is that it's in, like, a post-apocalyptic version of Earth, because, like, the last place you go is, like, this bombed-out city.
0: Yeah, I think that's the intention. Um,
1: Yeah. And uh, you're on all these islands, and everybody you meet uh, uh, has different, like, thoughts on gender, or, like, some of them don't even know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, They're like, I don't really know what that means. Or, like, you meet this tree monster that, like, doesn't have any pronouns because they can't figure out any pronouns that fit and you help them like figure out or you help who figure out pronouns that Mm -hmm. who likes. Um, And that's the pronoun that they settle on is who. It's the sound of the wind whistling through the branches. uh, Which is so cool. It just has such beautiful things to, like it took me a little bit to get into because I felt like the language was a little like, oh, this is going to be so insulting. And I fully recognize that this is very elitist. But the language felt a little, like, the writing style felt a little, like, elementary to me. But then it very, like, whenever anybody was talking about their gender, it was this incredibly poetic thing. Um, like, Phil, I think, oh, God, I forget what they say, but they say, like, they describe their and gender. The trash
0: bag, like a bag of.
1: Yeah, it's like a trash bag, like a trash bag floating on the a wind. plastic bag. Floating in the wind, fireworks. Looking to start again. I hate Katy Perry.
0: I do too. So
1: much. I hate her so much. She exploits the gay community for she profit. She exploits uh,
0: the her. black community too. She's Yeah, terrible. I fucking I hate her. Anyway, she had that song.
1: She had that song that you make jokes, we make jokes We about. make jokes. Um, but yeah, there's just these really, really beautiful descriptions of people like articulating their genders in in these really like-
0: Engaging in tangible ways. Engaging
1: in tangible ways and like I said, very poetic ways and mm-hmm. it really- um, I don't know, speaks to the the personal aspect of gender and how at its core gender is like every human has their own gender. Like that is specific and individual to them. Um and in like queer utopia, people will know that and people will be able to speak that, I think, better and more truthfully. But I think uh, there's a lot to say, like, you on your gender quest, a lot of people say stuff, like, about, like, how, like, some people are like, my gender ex- basically exists in relation to other people. Like, yeah. my gender uh, is, like, my love of or relationship to other monsters or, like, my gender. Or their kids. Or, my yeah, or my yeah. kids. Like, the one person, the, like, robot whose gender is dad. yeah. Um, and Same. they use, uh, I think they use he, him pronouns. They use he, him pronouns, yeah. yeah. He has all these meat children. Yeah, um, who and his, identify
0: as boys. As boys,
1: and that is their gender. Yeah. Um, and his gender is dad, and his whole life, like, you try to, like, you can try to, like, kiss a lot of the monsters, and he's, or like... Or have sex with them. Yeah. I didn't have sex with any of them, but that's probably because I don't really want to have sex with anybody I <laughs> right had sex now.
0: with all the monsters that
1: I could. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I kissed <laughs> them, because that's all I was interested in. Yeah, and sure. that's beautiful. Um... And uh yeah he's like I don't I'm not interested in starting something unless somebody like wanted to be another parent to my kids cuz yeah. my gender is dad. Um and uh, yeah and uh then you meet you meet on this one island you meet these like hollow god monsters you meet yeah. these like void beasts who um uh one has like bleeding eyes one has a severed head one has some other characteristic but you like approach them Oh, one is yeah, like a burning yeah. one's gender is like being a burning ball of fire, like yeah. shooting through the void of space.
0: It's beautiful. Uh, is which beautiful. Is beautiful. I don't beautiful. want to spoil it too much. But no, it's,
1: but it's again it's very short and it's worth playing. Um
0: just for the descriptions alone. And honestly, also, yeah,
1: and I am not like, yeah, just for the descriptions alone. It's just like reading a short story. Um, I mean,
0: about something that is incredibly like beautiful and tangible in this specific way, because I think that literalized was the correct word that you were using because I feel like we think about gender as this, obviously we think about it as this very fixed point Mm -hmm. when in reality it's just like a social construction that is supposed to represent an aspect of ourselves. But Mm -hmm. if we were able to free it to be whatever it is that it, like we feel on the inside or whatever. Yeah, what it actually it, yeah, is, which is just which like is nothing. An
1: ass it's nothing, but it's also an aspect of the self. Yeah, it's also an self, aspect like... of the
0: self, which is more infinitely more complex than right. just male or female.
1: Right. And like uh, for lots of folks, like your ge- when you think about it that way, like your gender would be like musician. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. Like whatever it is that you're like. I think you're. I think maybe this is something that I'm thinking of right now. And maybe gender. This is what I got from Genderect, Is that like gender your gender is your truth mm. um and not that like you're like not in the way that we like think about gender in our current society basically um like your truth isn't being like a boy or a girl or whatever um but it's like in gender Rex, I feel like your quest is for gender and you arrive at this place of like I'm not really sure what it is but like I think gender is just a feeling and I think that's yeah. just like a tr- a truth like with a capital T that you like feel. It's like trusting your like soul and instinct and mind um and I think gender is like a like almost like a spirit spiritual balance and that's yeah, the way yeah. I'm looking at it like I'm not totally. saying Totally.
0: I mean cuz for all the for all the uh like uh, left progressive people that say gender is fake, I feel like we don't credit enough the fact that social constructions are real and tangible and also this thing that we call gender is probably some like it, it, it's been bastardized and distilled into something totally different than what it is which mm-hmm. is just an aspect of self like an yeah i think thing. it's i
1: think it's a word for a self-truth yeah um
0: because gender core. is not Fake in that people feel and experience it very deeply, yeah. In like very specific ways, I think when I
1: say gender is fake, I I mean mean the social construction, the the, the social construction, and the way that gender is taught to us is fake, it's um, and it's based in nothing, um, yeah. Because
0: I mean, girls are not more predisposed to like pink anymore than anybody else, like that's what you mean, that's what we're talking about, and like pretty much every
1: I read this book once that was sort of had some transphobic aspects and was very problematic, but. The whole point of the book was—it's called Delusions of Gender. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Well, I I would for this reason that it it's 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 point is to talk about uh, it talks about pretty much specifically binary gender and uses a lot of problematic term for trans people. But the point of it is that. Um, to Basically, uh, uh, study by study and step by step, debunk every like neurological study. It came out in like 2013, so mm-hmm. it's like relatively recent. Every like study, neurological like study that's ever been done about like the biological difference between yeah. male and female brains. I'm using a lot of air quotes, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I see,
0: yeah, lots of air um, quotes.
1: between male and female brains, and how every like, n- like I said, like um, neuro quote unquote neuroscience based study. Uh, That's ever been done about that. It's been biased and just bunk science. Yeah, incorrect. The experiments have been done totally horribly. Like, take a fucking high school science class and learn about the scientific method once in high school or middle school or whatever. And I have the privilege of that. But like, if you just Google what the scientific method is and look at these studies, you're like, that's not science at all. It's just. It's just people confirmation bias. It's yeah. just people trying to confirm and
0: something that we do all the time. The shitty
1: things they already think. The shitty misogynistic things they already think. Yeah, um, like the studies will be done with like absurdly small sample sizes, or like with no control, which is not an experiment at that point. It's just throwing spaghetti at the wall.
0: It, it is. I understand that it it would be very difficult to have a control in a study about gender because what would the control in that? Scenario well, but like be?
1: the study, like it's not. It's it's. I get what you're in saying. In these though. studies, like yeah, in yeah, what's presented, they're like things whatsoever. that could have had a control yeah, and don't, yeah. um, and like absurdly small sample sizes, or like they'll only uh, survey like me, like men and women in a very specific field in a very specific area. So it's yeah. just not, and it's, and again, the experiment is done so badly, and lots of data gets like doctored and thrown out. Like it's just basically it, which is to say, there is no difference between anybody's brain um like no no person of any gender like people on an individual basis are more disposed to certain things but not based on gender yeah like people of certain genders are not more predisposed to be better at math or construction or whatever or like i just uh want to just poop every time somebody says like girls are better at one thing or boys are better at one thing like my shit i co-worker at my one job was like like Girls are just better singers. I was like, a, that's not true. What are you talking about? Um, and b, uh, where does that leave non-binary people? And he can't conceive of non-binary. He's just, ugh. Um, so he like didn't have a response to that. But uh, at the time, uh, this was like a year ago. Um, but yeah, whenever people are like, uh, like men are just stronger. I'm like, some men are like weak and doughy, and some women are huge and hulking and ripped. Like. Some people of any gender can have any kind of body. Because um, surprise, it's all fake. Um,
0: in a way, but also yeah. like I just want to throw in, uh, science can really use more feminism and also oh, like intersectional feminism because it, we have a history of performing extreme biases in studies because it's yes. still human beings. Like it's an imperfect system, and it's resulted in a lot of discrimination for a lot of different. Oh, groups I'm of not people. shitting. Yeah, I'm not shitting I, on
1: science. Believe you me. I,
0: I mean, I am shitting on science.
1: I'm not shitting on the concept of science. I'm not shitting I'm on the
0: concept of science. I'm shitting on the way that Western. Science is practiced. I just want to throw that in there. Hetero, that science
1: Heteropatriarchal, white led male led exactly. science. It's is, a bunch
0: of white dudes telling us how to be all the time. Yeah, um, yeah I yeah, don't I, think that all science is bad and bunk. I obviously no, no, still no, believe yeah, in like gravity and shit and climate I mean, change. Yeah, more hardcore. Yeah.
1: I'm hardcore on the side of science, but uh, I just think it's always important to be critical of things. Yeah, And, like, it is important. Like, I I think um, putting blind trust in science is as bad as putting blind trust in anything anything else. It's like putting, like, so many, like, shitty militant atheists I've met in my life are so hardcore, like, science this and science that. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, how many studies have you read? Like, do you think those studies were biased? Like, what is the context of those studies? Yeah. What is the sample size? What is the data that they got? Like, you're putting blind... You're doing the thing that you shit on, quote-unquote, religious or spiritual people for doing, which is putting blind faith in a thing just because someone tells you that it's the best thing.
0: No, totally. It's critical, um,
1: And you should, you should... Find out, like, you should just criticize everything. You should find out what the best thing, like, I believe in ghosts personally, because I believe I've had experience with ghosts, like, I believe things based on my own experience, and you can think that's bullshit, or whatever, like, that's fine, um, but, like, I believe in science if I, like, read enough about certain science that, and, like, I understand that I have the intellectual privilege, for sure, the educational privilege to, like, understand scientific wording in a way that is not super accessible to some folks mm-hmm. like i'm not good i can't do ma- i'm not good at math but i'm very good like i can read scientific concepts and understand them very well yeah um just again based on the enormous amount of education that i've had um uh, and the quality of education that i've so had and the privilege that i've had to access them
0: I guess uh, I want to bring it back to the games that we played this week because this was a question that I came up with that I was very excited by and we haven't really asked before. But what did you learn about gender and or queerness through the course of playing this game?
1: That is a great question, Thank and you. I think this week is um, a great um, week to introduce that question yeah. because we both played games we'd never played before. Yeah, that's true. Um, you've played Gender Rect, but I hadn't played Gender Wreck. Yes. I it really made me think about what I'm talking about right now. Like some of these thoughts that I'm talking about are thoughts. That I'm articulating for the first time as mm-hmm. I'm talking about them, that like gender is a form of like self-truth or like internal truth or like mm-hmm. like I don't know, almost like spiritual like um, like truth with a capital T truth um, as much as anything else, and that art how you articulate that and present it like is how it's read by the world, but like in a in a in a ideal world, like in this queer utopia that's presented in gender Rect, uh you don't have to really articulate it to anybody. Yeah. Um and you it ends and I it, I'm kind of spoiling it, but again, it's a, a very, very short game. You should still go play it. Yeah, don't totally spoil it though. I'm not, but you end in this bombed out city where basically like and it, it's again, it's such a linear progress game that like you're always gonna end up a place. No, you know true. what I mean? You're on a quest. But you end up in this bombed out city just like talking like about your <laughs> thoughts about gender basically. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I mean you you have the option to like say what you think and what you learned from the game yeah. basically. I wrote like um, the a
0: very nice letter. I didn't know if it would go to anybody, but I wrote a very nice letter.
1: See, that's a, a part where I didn't write anything cuz I forgot that I was I didn't yeah. that I was supposed to be. Um but yeah, it it really made me think about like you know, I've read gender theory and whatever, but in a way that is sort of connected with the way that I think about the world. It really made me think about what does the concept of gender mean? And, like, how do I articulate the concept of gender? Because I've, like, even reading, like, my gender workbook, like, I thought about it in a lot of different ways, but it still didn't, Kate Bornstein's style in that book didn't quite resonate with me and mm-hmm. the way the Gender rect did um, with this, like, very poetic sense yeah. and, like, ending in this place of, like, I think gender is, like, the wind whistling through the trees or, mm-hmm. like, I think gender is a burning fireball shooting through space. Like... Mm-hmm. It, it, this metaphorical language that's literalized in these monsters. And then also the concept, and I write a lot about this and I think a lot about this about um, monstrosity mm-hmm. um, and how what, what we see as monstrous um, and it, gender obviously really plays with that because there's very disturbing monsters that, um, are just really kind humans. Yeah. Uh, or, they're not humans, they're monsters, but they're yeah. really kind to people. Um, and, uh, you, you don't, you aren't given a physical form in the game, no. your character. Um, but you can like, identify as monster at the end, which I did. It's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we are all monsters, in a way. And like, oh, there's a really beautiful line in it, the that's monsters. like, this guy's wearing a Lady Gaga shirt. Um, there's a, a really beautiful line that's like, in a world where everyone is monsters, then no one is monsters, basically. Mm. Like, if we remove all these constructs of difference, then, like, no one has to be different, and everyone is... It's, like, every if no one is unique, everyone is unique, basically. Yeah,
0: different in a way that, like, means discrimination and yeah. stereotype Well, it's, yeah,
1: it's, like, everyone's different from one another, but yeah. not there's not a thing to be different against. Yeah, yeah. It's not, like, here's this there's big no monolithic thing. Yeah, here's this big hegemony, and I am different from that.
0: Like, the it's, big uh, overlapping, like, mainstream culture is what hegemony right. is.
1: Um, and if we dismantle that... Then everyone just gets to be different from one another. There's and nobody to, has to
0: hate each other. for Yeah. It.
1: There's like nothing to react against. It's just difference. Yeah. Um, which is so beautiful. Um, so that's what I learned about gender. Uh, that's a lot of words, and I don't know no, if I really good. articulated anything. But
0: that's
1: that's what it made gender? me. That's what it's made me a lot think of words about
0: and not articulating anything. Yeah,
1: for sure. I am a burning fireball floating through space for sure. There was a lot of stuff that people were saying in this like poetic language where it was like same, 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 same. Like, I'm so glad. I am like. Of uh, fucking uh, like uh, whatever Phil says was so beautiful. It's basically like I am a void in the night. Seven
0: Eleven, Seven Eleven, the light f- flashing, the Seven 7- Eleven light flashing in the dark is what he is what they were saying.
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah. it was so good. It was like I am like the Seven Eleven light flashing in the dark yeah. outside of like a store where like. The air is so still yeah, and, it's like, and a decrepit like store. It's like a decrep like the air is perfectly still yeah. and like the night is is muggy basically. Yeah. And I was like, dude, same. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, I'm
0: glad I remembered that, that was Yeah, because I have a
1: lot of like all my like aesthetic boards on Pinterest are basically just like wounds and uh pictures of abandoned buildings. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's my that's, aesthetic that's and that I might be verify. my gender. Yeah, and I'm really glad that you're experiencing these things and thinking about them. Thanks, bud. Love you. What
1: did you learn about gender?
0: Um, I think I would have to get further into the game to learn more about, about what goodness. I think is is available in this in this world in this game, but. Um, I, it
1: might have it might even be a better question that's not like what did you learn but what do you think this game has to teach ooh, okay
0: I'll take that um because
1: you might already know what it has to teach I but. probably
0: don't honestly because I don't have the experience of uh, like identifying as a girl beast or sure. like a feminine person in that way um it I was really I, I want to go back to the experience of the representation of dysphoria because that was really fascinating to me I think that they that they did the best with what they had, but it definitely didn't feel like correct mm-hmm. I guess, you know in a way that was very satisfying to me. It was satisfying to see that represented in a game in ways that I hadn't seen it represented before. Because like Gender Rec talks about dysphoria, um to an extent. But that's not that's still something that I have yet to see like talked about in such an open and specific way. Uh-huh. Um because it feels like it's both the only thing that we want to hear about trans people and we don't want to hear it from trans people at all because mm-hmm. we're like so curious and invested in trans people's bodies but we're simultaneously like disgusted by trans people's mm-hmm. bodies. We're like, I want to hear and see everything about your genitals and know everything about them but also don't talk to me about well, feeling dysphoric.
1: does Diaries of Spaceport Janitor even talk about genitals? No, I'm just oh, okay. going on a rant oh, okay. about Carry our on. culture as yeah, a whole. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: thank you. Uh, Diaries of Spaceport Janitor does not talk about genitals so far uh which is really tight i like that they write about dysphoria without yeah without like talking about that i guess because it just talks about the way that it feels as opposed to like um i i I don't know but it it just it feels like it goes against that that uh, uh to reuse the word hegemonic hegemonic narrative of like trans people's bodies are both so fascinating and we want to like see them and like objectify them and like eat them um Eating the other and like, uh, and also, you know, keep them as far away from us as possible because you don't want to catch it or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it so far and I feel like I, I don't, I don't know if I learned anything new yet. Um, because that, that, that is very similar to my experience like I was talking about earlier, but I also have never had to, um, work for money to live which is what the main thing of this game yeah, is, is like
1: incredible finding that a way out
0: of poverty and that's not something that I've ever had to do um and I think that that's something that I obviously have like spent a lot of time combating and learning about but obviously that journey is never over so like this game might be a valuable insight into that
1: yeah absolutely
0: um which would be which would be beneficial. This is
1: absolutely buck wild that you've never had to have, never had to have a job to yeah, live. It yeah. is a I'm very singular privileged. experience for yeah. you.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, I'm very lucky to like especially in relation to myself as a trans person, like I have access to uh, medical treatment and like lawyers that other trans people definitely do not yeah, have and access to. you don't have to, to work. And I don't have to work, yeah, for those things, yeah, which is uh, really good. That's not forever, I bet, but it's it's for now. I mean,
1: it might be. We'll see. You have yeah, a trust fund.
0: Yeah, fucking fingers crossed. Um,
1: but I mean, anyway, you have that's, a trust fund.
0: I, I know that does not guarantee forever wealth. No, but, but yes. Um, I think we should take this time before we go into uh, the other subject to uh, advertise what we're here for. Today. Yes. Uh, we're here talking about the Orpheus Music and Arts Festival. Yeah. You can donate at, uh, Woo!
1: Oh, whoa. a whole audience
0: is here to support. Um, www. www.gofundme.com slash Orpheus Music Fest. Orpheus spelled O-R-P-H-E-U-S. Music spelled music. Yep. Fest spelled fest.
1: Uh, yeah, Orpheus Music and Arts Festival. Um, it's going to be like a DIY festival. Uh
0: Celebrating creativity and music and uh, arts and, and beauty. S-
1: sustainability. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be pretty rad. Um, it's going to be in Denver. Glenwood um, Springs. Well, yeah. The best of Denver's emerging talent, Glenwood Springs. Yeah. I'm reading this.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's going to be at a ski resort, which is uh, maybe not the most accessible place for people to get to, um, but it is going...
0: There's a car. There's going to be a
1: cool carpool share, which is t- carpool share, which is tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's, it's all going to be crowdfunded. Um, that's how it is going to exist. And it's pretty cool to have, like, a young, uh, up-and-coming DIY music festival um, that's crowdfunded. There aren't – there are. I mean, there, there are – actually, Denver has a pretty decent DIY scene, so there are some of those for sure. So it's cool that this is sort of adding to that conversation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you should check it out. Um, our producer, Aaron, is helping produce this festival. Will you be performing at the festival, Aaron? That's the plan as of right now, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Aaron's gonna be performing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Should definitely come see him. Aaron, yeah. He's gonna be
1: performing. Um uh yeah.
0: It's not just music, but it's also uh camping, hiking, mountain biking, disc golf. So many fun things that you yeah, can do it's at like this festival.
1: Outdoor Colorado Outdoors hippie sports. Is, yeah,
0: which is like a very good thing.
1: Yeah. Um, It's
0: very Colorado. This experience is very Colorado. Um, If you've ever wanted to experience Colorado, I would fully recommend coming to Glenwood Springs and participating in this festival. Yeah, it's kind of, uh,
1: it's a little bit, this is not a criticism of the music festival, but it's a little bit like the stereotype of Colorado. In
0: the best way possible. It's not
1: really very like Denver DIY scene, but it is very like Colorado mountain scene.
0: Uh, It's a two-day, one-stage festival. It's going to be happening on August 31st and September 1st. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up.
1: At Sunlight Mountain Ski Resort, which yep. I don't I've never heard of. Um, it's an old
0: mining town. It's cool. an old mining town. Old mining town. town. Like oh, it's ski resort. It's not
1: owned by Oh, that's rail. cool. That, oh, that it's is cool. it's yeah, it's okay. an independent okay. ski resort. I don't ski. I haven't skied since so I was ski. like
0: but I'll 14. Go. I'll be that's, at we'll be at this festival. Yeah,
1: that's why I don't know about yeah, it, is yeah. what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, we'll probably be there. Um I would like to be there.
0: Yeah, you can do this. It's gonna
1: be like forty dollars for students. Forty dollars for students. We're not, well, we're not students, and but we're not students. just um, 50, we're really 50 to 75 depending on how many days in camping. For- cool. Oh, cool. That's not uh, bad. Yeah, 50 to 75 bucks for uh, non students, depending on how many days you go and camping. 40 yeah, and for students. For um, uh, which is so cool. That's super affordable yeah, for a music festival. Yeah, that's very affordable.
0: Um, I've I paid, never been to a music festival for that much money.
1: Yeah, I paid like 200 bucks to go to Riot Fest, which yeah, is supposedly which like a punk rock music I mean, there's nothing punk rock no, about Riot Fest. There was just a lot uh, of bands I wanted Against to see. Against me, played. Yeah, there's a lot of like I said, there's a lot of bands I yeah, wanted to yeah. see. I wasn't pretending that it was some punk rock experience. No, I just wanted to see all these no, bands in one true. place. And when you think about how much individually you pay to see bands, like
0: this is far more. This worth is your very money. affordable. And yeah, this is extremely to, like, worth the money. Go to Glenwood Springs on a ride ride share. Yeah, Glenwood is Springs
1: tight. is very pretty.
0: Yeah, it is very pretty. Mm-hmm.
1: And this will be very fun. There's fucking nothing to do in Glenwood Springs. Other no, than
0: that. It, other than this.
1: Other than if you're going to be in Glenwood
0: Springs, come to the come the to internet, this event because it's the thing that you should do.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: We're pretty stoked about it.
1: Yeah, we're pretty stoked about it.
0: Suffice it it to say, a lot of our friends are playing. uh, It's a cause that we support.
1: Yeah, Orpheus Music Festival. Orpheus Music and Arts Festival. Yeah. Um, Named after... uh, uh, Orpheus. Orpheus. Of of Greek mythology. Of Greek mythology, um, who's a pretty cool, sad dude.
0: Yeah, Nick Cave wrote a song about him.
1: Yep, he actually <laughs> has a whole album about him. Yeah, that was a good goth Thank poll. Thank you. I, I, you're tried, I tried so, so hard, hard. I'm trying so hard. Yeah, uh, um, Lyre of Orpheus and Abattoir yeah, Blues is yeah. the name of the album. Oh. So cool, know about what you're saying before you say it. I was excited about it. That's fair.
0: Okay, um, and then oh, what was the other poll that I was gonna make? Uh, Eurydice. Some people wrote plays about her.
1: Yeah, I read a, I mean, there's nothing that came of it, but I wrote a play about Eurydice once. And it was very the good. The whole thing. Uh, Sarah so yeah. Rule wrote a boring play about Eurydice. Yeah,
0: and Aaron played the role of Orpheus, so it really ties together. It really all ties, it together. Really all ties together. It really all ties together. Um, let's go back to the show.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's our commercial corner.
0: Yeah. Uh, welcome back. Someday, to- if we ever
1: have sponsors, It will sound like that, but better, because we'll have an actual copy. We should have, like, written up a copy to read.
0: I literally just... I mean, yeah, we got it figured out.
1: I mean, we basically read the GoFundMe page, but... uh, Which you should go to. Yeah. Uh, GoFundMe.com slash Orpheus... What is it?
0: Orpheus Music Festival.
1: Yeah. Fest. Orpheus Music... Yeah. GoFundMe.com slash Orpheus Music Fest. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, someday we'll have real sponsors like Tomboy X who want, would want to give me free underwear.
0: Come at us, Tomboy X. I mean, X. not
1: that this isn't a real sponsor. They're not giving us money. We're very excited to be promoting them. I shouldn't sound ungrateful. Um, I'm just saying if somebody wanted to give me free underwear, uh, that'd be cool, Tomboy X. Um, what else? Is there anybody else I'd like to get free stuff from that's gay? Uh
0: that's a great question, not I mean, question, I, wouldn't say, I
1: wouldn't say no to, like, a Casper sponsorship. No,
0: I wouldn't but, say no to Casper sponsorship. Not uh, explicitly gay, but mattresses are gay culture.
1: Sure. Comfy mattresses are gay. Having yeah. comfortable beds is gay culture. No, that's true. Um, oh, good. Somebody laughed at our jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't say no to a Bull and Branch sponsorship. No,
0: Lord no. God,
1: comfy beds, man.
0: Uh, what are other gay things?
1: What <laughs> it? <laughs> that's it. Underwear and beds. That's it. That's okay. the only thing gay All people right, like. All right,
0: that's fine. You're not wrong.
1: Um... I'm sure there's other brands. I would say, um, oh, it was that Saint Heriton, but it doesn't exist anymore. Um, That's true. It was that cool uh, butch suit company. It That's doesn't unfortunate exist anymore. Well, uh, oh, Wild Tomboy, Fang. To- Tomboy, Tomboy toes. Wildfang is out of our reach, man. They sponsor Ellen Page.
0: We could one day get Wildfang. Yeah, maybe. To and get and very our
1: ex- the fucking hundred dollar shirts that they sell yeah. for some Christ forsaken reason. Wildfang is so expensive. That's true.
0: Doc Martin. Doc we Martin. We heard that from the audience. That would um, be
1: so tight. Uh, Tomboy Toes, which makes actually pretty affordable uh, butch dress shoes.
0: Oh. Why have I not gone there yet?
1: I don't know. Tomboy you Toes. you don't wear nice clothes. You're right. Ever. I
0: don't. I sometimes do. You saw me wear a sweater once.
1: I did see you wear a sweater once. Someday you will get dress clothes that fit, and I'll be so proud of you.
0: When I graduate, man, it's It's coming. Um, let's go back to games. Let's go back to talking about games. Kai doesn't
1: wear clothes that fit. I don't well, they wear recently clothes. bought pants well they recently bought pants that fit and I was so proud of them. I did for my
0: show, yeah. I like, not go on stage without a them. year
1: and a half of wearing pants that were several sizes too large.
0: Yeah. Um so games? Yeah, Can we, we wanted to about talk about our our a little game? bit about
1: uh uh I mean not to like make this a negative show, but we wanted to talk a little bit about like a contrasting indie game that was very popular. Yeah. That we fucking hated. Uh, which is Dream Daddy. It. I fucking, I thought, I, I hated it. Yeah. I thought it was trash.
0: Uh, Dream Daddy is a game that well, came I'm out. We're allowed to hate games. I know we are. I think it came out, like, a couple years ago. Um, it last was, year. Yeah, last year, sorry. It was produced by the uh, Game Grumps people. It
1: wasn't. It's, I'm gonna they say They sponsored again. it, partially. Sort of. But basically, they didn't really. They sort of attached their name to it, but they were not, they were not involved in the production process at I
0: all. I thought they gave them money.
1: They, I don't think that's true. I think they just sponsored I it the up Kickstarter. On the internet. Okay, so maybe they gave them money, okay. but they were not producers. I just want to make this okay. clear: they were not producers of the game. Okay. Everybody can get. It was a crowdfunded game, so a lot of people gave them money. That's true. Including the game grumps, but they didn't. The game grumps are not involved in the production of the game at all whatsoever. I thought whatsoever. they provided
0: voice acting. For sort the
1: game. of, but they, there isn't really voices in the game. There's that's like a true. couple of grunts in the game, so that was just a marketing technique to make people buy the well, it game.
0: It worked. <laughs> um,
1: but they didn't, yeah. I just want to make that clear because I don't want, like, to devalue the work of the development team because it was still, no, like,
0: sure. it was, uh, a small,
1: like, I think they were, like, college students who yeah, produced it this game. Yeah, was young people who were making uh, this But game. I just want to say that, yeah, the gra- game rooms were not at all involved in the production of the game. They attached their name to it, but they had not- really nothing else to do with
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I think uh, Leighton Gray was one of the people that made the game. Sure. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, I believe she's a queer woman who's a game designer. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, you
1: just said that name like I should know who that person was. No,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess you weren't reading about it with me the other day. No. Um, this game uh, basically takes place in this alternative reality where you are a uh, gay dad with a daughter uh, and you move into this neighborhood full of other gay dads. It's
1: a dating um, sim. It's yeah, it's a when dating sim. You're trying to date other dads.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, all of whom are incredibly muscular, um, very tall. Very beautiful, beautiful men. It
1: sounds, on paper, it sounds great.
0: On paper, it sounds great. I love dads. I love gay dads. Yeah, I love uh, daddies. Uh, but uh, in
1: practice, I thought it was trash. In practice, it
0: felt like it was appealing to a straight woman, like, fan fiction. Or market. even a
1: queer woman. It just felt like a a, a weird fetishization of, of, of queer men yeah. more than, like, an actual representation of queer men. Yeah, like,
0: and I've been a queer man for a couple of years. Not currently, but I have been. Um, And it... it there were a lot of times where women would like fetishize that mm-hmm. it really it felt like weird it was appealing to the
1: crowd that uh likes to go to gay bars for their bachelorette party
0: yeah like like the tourist, like the like the the, tourist, the yeah the tourists the gay or tourist. even like
1: i've been to boys town once cuz that's a, a a gay male strip club that's right by our house um And it was, like, on a Tuesday, and we had nothing to do. We were walking by, and we're like, let's check out Boys Town. But it's, like, the folks who, like, go to Boys Town because they're like, oh, my God, let's go to Boys Town, even though they're not the clientele.
0: There are certain scripts, like, social scripts and social norms that you need to follow in, like, queer spaces. Not need to follow, but, like, should follow in queer spaces Mm -hmm. just for sake of, like, I don't know, respecting our culture. Yeah. Um, And tourists are, like, people who don't follow or understand or care to understand those scripts and just want to watch and, like, laugh
1: overrun tracks with yeah. their like oh my god let's go for a bunch of lap parties gay club
0: in Denver let's get
1: our fucking blowjob shots and let's like it's gonna be so good because we're not gonna get hit on by the guys so but like if a lesbian like. hits on me like gross
0: that's what the game felt like, basically. Yeah. Um
1: I fucking hate that. Something
0: that was uh, this game. <laughs> I obviously
1: have a lot of feelings about this it. This game
0: did have a lot of queer representation, but the the words like queer or gay or trans, because there is also a trans dad, the Goth Dad. um
1: were never said. Were
0: never said out loud. It was and that's all part just of, kind yeah, of alluded to, that's and that's part, that's part of what part it made of it our feel problem. so
1: like. Yeah, almost like queer baity even though yeah. it was like a, a
0: explicitly queer, and you were fucking dudes as a dude. But it
1: still somehow managed to feel like queer baiting because nobody would say because it 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 could have been because all of them are gay single dads, which is except for the Christian guy who's like married. Yeah. Um. But they uh never talk about that, and like that's not a narrative that you see anywhere. Like a yeah. gay single dad, like you don't get to see that story. Especially told. A gay
0: single trans dad. Holy yeah. Oh yeah, you never see that story no.
1: told ever. Um, and this game could have been, could have had. To, it didn't have to be like super serious. I, mean, I get that
0: it's supposed to be light and fluffy, but I think but that part of gay culture is achieving that levity that we always talk about, while also dealing with like the serious aspects of queer right, is. or
1: even just like talking about your identity at all. Well, yeah, it doesn't
0: even have to be. And, even like, they the don't trans have to live. dad
1: never like he never it's says he's trans. He, he just, just alludes he to alludes, wearing a binder. Yeah, he just talks about um, wearing a binder, a
0: Victorian era binder. Uh, it's, it's not that we want every gay game to be, like, a grim, dark, like, horrifying reality mm-hmm. representation. Even if this was in, like, an alternative world where everyone was gay or, like, this was queer utopia, it's still Well, it's not,
1: yeah, it's not queer utopia either because it's explicitly, like, the one Christian, like, hyper-Christian yeah. dad does explicitly mention is pretty homophobic even though yeah. he's trying to fuck dudes. But that's the only, it's, it's, so it's gross, it extra goes to me that the only time gay identity is really explicitly addressed in the game is a guy being homophobic. It feels like, a, it feels like it was written by Stephen Moffat, the notorious Doctor Who showrunners, and Sherlock is one of the worst queer baiters in popular media. Um, it just feels so much like that, like. It just, yeah, it's, it's, it's so gross to me that they, again, the only instance of somebody explicitly addressing the notion of just being gay is some guy not wanting to be gay. Like, that to me says so much that it was not made by gay men. And I don't know if that's true, but it's it's done really poorly.
0: I know that there were Cree people involved in the production process at the very least, but this this just goes to show that it's very possible to capitalize on identities in a way that is like your own identity but just doesn't feel good to yeah, other members of the community.
1: It's regressive and, and gross. I me. mean,
0: yeah, we're definitely not speaking for everyone here, but I just did not enjoy the way that the game made me feel. It made me feel, like, fetishized in a very specific way yeah. that just was not pleasant. But to compare this to, like... Gender wrecked and diaries of a spaceport gender, which is I think what the intention is, is those games all focused on queer identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and
1: they're light well I don't know about stars, stars stories stories of a spaceport
0: gender is pretty pretty relatively light feeling yeah.
1: and gender is 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 definitely like they talk about like serious and just beautiful things but there's a lot of levity to it like everybody yeah. makes a lot of jokes and there's a lot of like goofy like when you meet um, robot dads meet children yeah the boys yeah the boys there's a lot of like goofy boy hijinks that happen I
0: love boy hijinks
1: with the boys <laughs> <laughs> love them my favorite kind of hijinks yeah. um, and uh so it's it's to contrast. and it's just to co- sort of compare like the, the I think the the um indie games are definitely ahead, obviously of like main studio oh, mainstream studio games in terms of there's a lot of queer indie games being made, which is so cool. We have a whole list of stuff that we need to play, yeah. the
0: fact that there's even a queer indie game being made that we can complain about is awesome,
1: right. And that's I think why I kind of wanted to bring it up to be like, here is an example here are some examples of queer indie games I think we think are doing it right. And a queer indie game, I think that is doing it very wrong, um, yeah. And it just, yeah. Uh, and it also Dream Daddy was just not fun. Like I didn't actually play it; I just watched you play it. But the I did not enjoy my not time. Fun, um, and that's sort of neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, in in relation to the thing, but it's uh, yeah that that fake representation, queer baiting representation without having the sort of guts yeah or what, what
0: sucks about it is that not oh being queer does not make you make a good queer game right I mean that seems obvious but it's it's true like if you are gay that does not mean that you're gonna make a good gay product like right. that's just kind of how it goes it just it felt like it was so specifically marketed towards a very specific type of person who wanted to see that type yeah, of yeah it felt like it was
1: marketed towards tumblr
0: yeah, yeah, we talked about and that's that. Most and of where I
1: saw it, yeah, when it was that coming is most out. Of where I'm I saw no longer it also. on Tumblr, but when Same. it was uh, coming out, um, it just felt like it was so marketed towards the like young, even like queer women, but like the young. Person who's yeah. so fetishizes gay identity, or is like, "Oh my god, like I love Sherlock because they're so gay, and they're yeah. not, they're queer baiting." Yeah,
0: I mean, here, here's the thing that it comes down. Sherlock to, has is, an
1: expli- I Can I complain about this for a minute? Yeah. Sherlock has an explicitly lesbian character that they call a lesbian and then make fall in love with Sherlock. E- Walking human penis. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> He looks like a penis.
0: He does. I
1: can't articulate why, but you know I am correct.
0: No, you definitely are. Um, Um, Try
1: and argue against me. You can't.
0: And I do just want to say that penises are not necessarily not lesbian. Uh, right, but falling but, in love with the human embodiment of a penis that has been decumbered. Right, much.
1: and that's not, that has nothing to do with why <laughs> she falls in love with him. But like, he is a cis man in the show.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and she is a cis woman who is portrayed as a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have her like it's a plot point. She plays um oh what's that character's name in Sherlock Holmes mythos? Uh, it's Rachel McAdams in the movie. Uh, Irene Baker. She plays Irene Baker. Um, and uh, she is it Baker or is it Baker whatever. It's Irene is her name. Um, and, uh, they have her, there's, like, a dumb, dumb shit bit of dialogue where, uh, she's talking to Watson, and, like, Watson is obviously the subject of all the queer baiting with Sherlock, mm-hmm. and, um, because their the relationship is very homoerotic in the books, and then the movies that I, re- or the one movie that I really like. Yes. Uh, they're, the
0: Robert um, Downey Jr. ones.
1: they, like, flirt the whole time, but anyway.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, where, uh. She, like, asks Watson if he's in love with Sherlock. I can't believe I remember this. I watched this years ago. I I think it pissed me off so bad, and that's why I remember it. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. And he's like, I'm not gay. And she's like, well, I am, and yet here we are. We're both in love with Sherlock. And I'm like, fuck! I wanted to throw my computer out the window. I was so mad. Like... What the fuck are you doing? You could have just made her bisexual... Like, the word bisexual exists, y'all. The identity bisexual yeah, exists. Yeah, people exist. Bisexual people, people exist. People bisexual exist. people exist. Bisexual people exist. Like, just don't make her a lesbian. non people exist. And suddenly it's not this fucking bullshit thing. I mean, it's still bullshit. It's a bullshit show. But uh, it's, le- <laughs> it's way less bullshit.
0: I mean, to be fair, that is something to be talked about is like... Uh, th- Lesbian people, like lesbian identified people falling in love with men, isn't that thing can that happen? No,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I'm not erasing that identity. About it in a the good nuance way wasn't at all. there, no, they were just no. trying to be like, Oh, it's so shocking that a lesbian fell in love with a man. Sherlock is
0: so attractive that yeah. everyone loves him. I
1: don't get it, no. even if you disagree that he looks like a penis, which you're wrong. I just don't get I don't get it. Like, I can no. be attracted to men, I can definitely appreciate it. Yeah, the I have also been attracted to men.
0: men, I don't want to fuck him. But
1: looks like a foreskin, like, how <laughs> are people?
0: Specifically the foreskin. We've escalated. Yeah, he
1: does. He does. Think about it. He's all like no, weird I and it. wrinkly and long. Yes,
0: you're not wrong. Um,
1: he's so gross looking, and I don't get it.
0: This is all uh, he's subjective one of those ex- opinion.
1: He's one of those examples of like what the mainstream media has decided is like beautiful and attractive that I'm like, really? That doughy looking white guy motherfucker?
0: I mean, yes. There's so I, I many beautiful, wanna, like, black that, like, trans
1: women in the world, and that's what we're holding up as the ideal yeah. of beauty. Listen, you're preaching the choir over here. If you're attracted uh, to Benedict Cumberbatch, fine. To each their own. Like, no to no Benedict shade, no Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch
0: shouldn't feel bad, and, like, that this oh. is not...
1: I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch is listening <laughs> to our podcast. Can you <laughs> <I know>. imagine? <laughs> that would be incredible.
0: I just don't like... Uh, I don't really like I'm talking I'm not body about shaming yeah, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Like, I personally think he's so... Are just criticizing, like... Oh, the theme music is playing. What's happening? Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, I personally think that Cumberbatch is very unattractive, but that's uh, not um, uh, uh, me. The theme. We're, we'll edit this out. Um, we prematurely played the theme. Theme music. That's my thing, but um, I just think it's it's commentary to me on like what we hold up as w- ideas of like Western beauty. These people that are not in any way remarkable looking. I, I don't know. I know I'm, I'm just, the things I'm saying are so shitty. I just think Benedict Cumberbatch is gross looking. And I think it's weird that he's like a sex symbol.
0: I think it's probably a little bit more appropriate to speak to like the, our fetishization of white male attractiveness. Yes. And what we see as attractive yeah. as being problematic and how like everybody is supposed to be attracted to white men.
1: That's more what I'm trying to speak to is yeah. that people are like he's like held up in like magazines or whatever is this like weird sex symbol. And I'm like. Oh, I,
0: I, I'm not a big fan of our fetishization of like white male. Skin. Thank you. Yeah, there he is. The, the, we, we've just been shown some images. He's so a little bit better
1: with trash. facial hair, but I still yeah. think he's gross. Um, he's a little bit better with facial hair, though. It makes him look less like a foreskin. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and like we're allowed to talk about. what we don't find attractive. There was this yeah, on, the, on a Facebook group the other day. There was this article somebody posted about. Um, the actor um, Jason Manzukas, who's a, a Greek actor who he plays the uh, the really shitty like perfume magnate on um, Parks, and, Rec, Parks yeah. and Rack. That's where I know him from. And he's in a lot of stuff. He usually plays like scumbags, which is sort of like I have something to say about how like Greek people are seen as like shifty and untrustworthy Sorry. and scumbags. Um, like the like it's also like a, a Jewish caricature, but the like witch with like the crooked nose, yeah. it's like, bitch, that's my nose. Like that's Greek people's nose. Um, and, like, the, like, wiry hair and stuff. I am a witch, but not Unrelated. in a negative sense. Yes, it's true. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, just the the sort of ethnic profiling of Greek people is usually really gross.
0: And that's related to,
1: like, seeing all white men as attractive. Right. And the article was, like, it was, like, an op-ed being, like, Jason Manzoukas is actually really hot. Like, somebody, like, admitting that they find this not super Western white-looking, not at all, actually, Western European, like, white-looking dude attractive which obviously like i have problems with as a greek person yeah, sure. for sure as a person who spent most of my life struggling against the things about me that are um not seen as beautiful in a western eurocentric version vision of the world mm-hmm. um that i you know like bushy hair or like bushy eyebrows or like my nose, or whatever it is. Yeah, I like, mean,
0: my biggest problem with Benedict Cumberbatch is that whiteness is like associated with beauty, right? That and this in, like all of this, our constructs This of
1: very are white. English, Western European-looking man it is just like feels
0: like it can be translated to speaking to a larger. That's what I'm talking issue. about. Is that yeah, like the, okay, the, the people okay. held up
1: as the ideal of beauty are these Western British-looking people? There's something yeah. wrong with looking British. Like I'm also yeah. Irish. Like. That's not British at all. Like, that's a political thing that I just said. Yeah,
0: sure was. like, I'm
1: also Western European is what I'm saying. Um, There's nothing wrong with looking Western European. It's just that why are we holding that up as the ideal beauty? And why this world where, like, you have to, like, admit that you find people attractive is so gross. And Dream Daddy, I don't know. Dream Daddy felt like it really, like, was in that same vein. I don't know. Yeah, I get I get where you're I get That's where you're coming from. Um, but you know what I mean? Like I feel I can't I can't quite articulate why, but I feel like Dream Daddy is part of that same problem.
0: Well, it fetishizes people in a very similar way, and like yeah. it does have uh, characters of color, and also like I I don't know, but none of the beauty aesthetics are very deviant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it's not really addressed. No, if they are. No. Um,
0: I guess yeah. we could probably wrap it up. Yeah, we
1: could start wrapping it up. Uh, anyway, Genderect is a very good game. You should play it.
0: Diaries: of Spaceport Gender also seems like it's really playing out to be a very good game, and you should also play it.
1: Um, thank you to Aaron, who Ooh. sent us an email. Yes.
0: Also, we do want to sp- hear. I do want to hear your opinions about all of those games. If you loved Dream Daddies, I would love to hear and understand. Dream Daddy. Sorry, Dream Daddy. I would love to hear and understand why, because. I know that this is just my opinion that's coming from a very different place than maybe the way that it made other people feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the These are, like, just our opinions, right. obviously. Right, and, and we want to have a discussion I about wanna it. I want to have a discussion about it, yeah, because just because it made me feel gross doesn't mean that it made everybody feel gross. And just because right. it made me feel gross doesn't mean it's objectively bad.
1: Right, and just because I think Benedict Cumberbatch looks like a foreskin doesn't mean that you have to, or maybe that's your thing. Yeah, um, I, I don't
0: I don't want I don't I also don't want to shame people that have penises for their penises. No, like, no, no. that's not what not I'm saying at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm not
1: saying penises are unattractive. I'm not saying that's why he's unattractive. Yes. I just it's just I just want to throw that in sort of there because I want
0: to make sure that that um, is known.
1: Um yeah, that's yeah, that's not what I'm saying at no. all. And I I recognize how that could sound that way, but I don't I do not think that um penises aren't generally my thing, but that's neither here nor there. Um Sort of conceptually? Um, why are you looking at me like that?
0: Because I just want to be sensitive to people that have penises. Right.
1: I'm saying that's not my thing. All it right. doesn't mean that they are bad. There's something okay. wrong with your penis. Like not it's... mine specifically. No, there's nothing wrong with anybody's <laughs> okay, penis. Well, I am allowed to, f- to, to have things and to not have things. That's fair.
0: Let's wrap it up.
1: Okay. Yeah, don't shame me for I something being anything. not my thing.
0: I wasn't saying anything. You were
1: giving me a look you're saying it with your eyes
0: okay well anyway you can find us on Instagram yeah. at uh, gaygamers at gaygamers you can find us on Twitter Z, at gaygamers, gaygamers with a Z, with a Z. Uh, you can email us at ifitsgayweplay at gmail.com
1: mm-hmm, which is uh, how we found out about Diaries of a Space yeah, Janitor. you can
0: uh, get a hold of us on Facebook at ifitsgayweplay just search mm-hmm. that in search bar we got a fan page for you
1: Uh huh. and um, yeah we will see you next week yeah. uh, Orpheus Music and Arts Festival uh, gofummy.com slash Orpheus Music Fest check it out uh, it's the reason for the season, and by the season, I mean this, this podcast, live stream, this live stream that we you. are yeah. doing today. Um, check it out uh, if you've got a few bucks to spare Uh you know, that would be cool. Throw them, throw throw them, throw them, at, them. at the GoFundMe. If yeah. not, if you um, will share a link to the GoFundMe on our page and stuff, even just sharing the link, yeah. help gets the word out for people and uh, sharing our page with people, sharing our social yeah. media with people.
0: Yeah. Like, rate and subscribe. Our, uh, yeah. Our Liking iTunes. us on
1: iTunes. Um, yeah. You can stream us directly at stickpokeprod.com mm-hmm. slash if it's play. And you can, uh, if sharing our social media and stuff, I don't know, what about this? how we're sort of getting around and uh, sharing our social media um, liking us giving us an iTunes rating and or review helps us get seen by more people yeah. So so um, we love you
0: uh, keep keep playing games
1: keep being games and goodbye goodbye, goodbye.